Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast today. I hope you enjoy it. But first, I want to ask you a question. Are you someone who has high upside potential in your business and yet sometimes that goal is just hard to get to and maybe the only way you've seen to get to it is just to make more calls, you know, work harder? Well, if you're fed up with using old strategies to solve new problems, then I might have a solution. It's my five-day million-dollar seller challenge. We meet one hour a day in a coaching intensive where I will teach you five moves that you can make to scale your results without working harder. To learn more, click the link in the show notes or go to milliondollarsellerchallenge.com. How must your thinking change for you to be less obscure in the market, more findable, more approachable, more buy frumable? The answer in this podcast. Are you ready? Then brace yourself. Let's go. It's time for the Bill Kasky Podcast, a weekly show carefully crafted to help you grow your skills and your results in business. Now, here's your host, Bill Kasky. Hey, gang, welcome back. Bill Kasky Podcast. I'm your host, same name, no relation. Recently, I was asked by a guy, gentleman, British gentleman, called... Richard Lomax, why do we say named in the U.S. and they say called? I always say called and my wife always looks at me like, oh God. Anyway, Richard has a podcast called Slipstream Marketing Podcast and he interviewed me. Here's a question that he asked. So the first voice you hear will be Richard. The question that he asked, my answer, and then I go live and go a little bit deeper and go on a little rant and maybe help you come to terms with how you can be less obscurable, more findable, more approachable, and more bifromable. Here it is. It's a mental game. It's all about the, you know what goes on it between is. the years kind of thing rather than technique and, as you say, technology. It all starts with, with uh, the individual. Yeah, for one good example of that is, you know, I think every business to business sales professional should have a thriving presence on LinkedIn. Now, the word is thriving. I know everybody has a presence there, but are you creating content for your customers or your prospects? Are you interviewing people like you do? Are you writing anything? Are you putting any of your personal ideas out into the market so that people can sample those ideas and say, you know what? I like what Richard's talking about. I'm going to call that dude up and and get on a conversation. And most salespeople are afraid of that. They don't think that again, back to think, they don't think about themselves as their own brand. They always think about themselves as being underneath the corporate brand. And if you're going to make it big today, because people in your market are doing, I don't mean your market, but people in the listener's market are doing that. And if you're not doing it, you're going to be left behind. I can just promise you, you are. And so, and that gets back to mindset. What, what do I think I'm here to do? Is it just to sell and knock on doors and persuade people to buy? Or is it to be generous with my advice and my knowledge and my content? And so that's an, a really simple and maybe not so good example of how mindset governs actions and actions govern results. If you only change your actions and don't change your mind, you never will produce content for LinkedIn. You'll never do a podcast. I've got a client right now who just closed a life group. He started a podcast a year ago, interviewing other CEOs. And this person that called him about a month ago that he just closed, listened to his podcast. And it wasn't the best podcast in the world, but guess who is the go-to resource in the community for benefits? It's just, it's my client. Yeah. And so yeah. you can't tell me that content doesn't work, 
But what you can tell me is I'm afraid of doing it and we have to get people past that fear. So that was the extent of my conversation with Richard about that topic. And what do you think about that? Do you get tired of hearing me? And I know others who are barking in your ear, hey, you got to do more content. You got to get on LinkedIn. You got to do this. You got to do that. And, and it just feels in a way like more. It's like, oh, God, I'm already doing so much. When am I going to find the time? I just had this conversation a couple of days ago with one of the leaders of a company that I'm coaching. And this young lady is taking over in the family business. And she's now she's become the president of the firm. And when we started to look at, I have this, uh, this assignment that I do where I have people draw on a piece of paper, large circles for big projects they're working on by project and small circles for the little stuff. And, and what it got, gets down to when you do that, it's a very quick understanding of I'm spending way too much on little stuff. I'm spending way too much time in the minutia and the micro, not the macro. And as we did this, it, it occurred to me that she was just, she's overwhelmed. I mean, she's overwhelmed, she says. And, and I said, are you doing any kind of digital video for your sales team? Because she's also trying to run the sales team and be president, got 10 people. It's a really nice business. No reason, but she's kind of in between sales leaders right now, so she hasn't hired somebody. And I said, are you, ever, are you, are you shooting video for the sales team so that every week you're, there's a message from the president and here's some initiatives or here's some things I'm seeing or thinking, whatever. She said, she looked at me and said, when am I going to have time to do that? So she looks at that and says, that sounds like a big project. I look at it and say, really? I mean, this could be a two minute project. If you're going to do all four of them at the same time for the month, it's probably a total of 15 minutes. Are you telling me that you do not have 15 minutes in your 170 hours a month that you work? You do not have 15 minutes to do four of those. And of course she does. We all do. But it's not about the time. It's about the commitment to generosity. It's about the commitment to share what we know. It's about the idea that we may say something that looks and sounds stupid to the world. It's, a, it's amazing. On the one hand, we complain because uh, nobody watches our videos or we don't get a lot of views on our videos, mainly because we're just not producing enough of them. So the algorithm from LinkedIn or Facebook or YouTube, it doesn't help us because we're not helping the algorithm. So we do one a month and we say, why did I only get 50 views on that? Well, because you only did one a month. Do one every day and see what that number looks like. And then we complain about that. And at the same time, we are afraid somebody's going to see us and... and uh, you know, chide us for something. It's like, well, nobody's really watching it. So if you, if you can't have it both ways, nobody watches, I complain about. And what if I say something, somebody, well, nobody's seeing it. Now, what I do think is the more you do it, the more you do it, the more you do it, the better you get, the better you get, the fewer chances people have to cite you for some infraction. Plus you're more proud of it. So the, the idea here, I believe is to get comfortable sharing your message Get comfortable being generous with what you know, even if it's something that kind of doesn't really relate to business. Like in, in my world, I'm getting ready to do a video here in the next couple of weeks on a project management tool that we use called Asana. And I, I'm, I'm not excellent at it, but I find it to be very helpful. I've taken a poll. I've, I've asked sales professionals, do you use project management software? 99%. In fact, 
Yeah, 90, I, I did find one person out of 20, so maybe it's 95% say no. Well, I was like, wait a minute. Every goal you have is a project. Every target account you have is a project. Every skill set you want to learn and get better at and core competency that you want to master is a project. Every, every current client that you have that you want to grow is a project. It seems like everything we do is projects, yet we don't know how to manage projects. We don't know how to scope them out, how to plan them out, how to timeline them, milestone them. We don't know how to do that. That seems kind of odd to me. So I'm going to shoot this video. People may look at that and say, what the hell are you doing, Kasky, in the project? That's not your lane. Stay out of that lane. Get back in your own lane, which I absolutely detest. Get back in your own lane and let's unpack this. Two of my least favorite things. But I digress. So the point there is do something that interests you. If you want to shoot a video on a tool you use, like I'm shooting one on a Sonic, go ahead and do it. Have at it. I wouldn't do good places to eat around town if that's not your if if you're not focused on that. But if you want to interview a client who's using your product or your solution in an interesting, unique way, go do it. There's a never-ending list and library and inventory of things you could do. But you got to get past the reluctance. You got to get past the fear. What are people going to think of me? You know what? I had a mentor once when I said that, you know, I'm not not sure what people are going to think of you. He said, Bill, I got news for you. They're not thinking of you. They're thinking of themselves. They are not thinking of you. If they see a video that you stumble all over yourself or you say something that was slightly wrong, they are going to hold on to that for about a half a second and they're going to move on. So we've got to get past this, this high ego of, well, if I say this, well, this has to be perfect. No, it doesn't have to be perfect. I would rather you get it out and, and be 80% than not get it out and wait till it's 100% perfect because it won't get out. And then you're doing your market a disservice. Your audience doesn't get a chance to hear from you. And I think that's the biggest the biggest downside is we keep our content from our audience because of our fears and our ego. So I hope this has been somewhat helpful for you. I know the question went down one path and I kind of took it down somewhere else, but I, I just see it all the time, gang. I see it all the time. We're just afraid. Just do it. Do it for them. Do it for the kids. Do it for them. Don't do it for yourself. Then it gets easier to do. Go to BillCaskey.com if you have a sales team and you want to talk to me about helping coach them up a little bit and get them to a whole different level. That's what we do here at Caskey. And uh, if you're interested in that or other things, go to BillCaskey.com. Lots of stuff there. Ways to contact me. Bye. If you want more Caskey, go to BillCaskey.com and you can get on his list or set up a time to speak live. And make sure you share this episode with your tribe, too. 